0: Manzi and Trost. Hello, everybody. Um, it's 7 o'clock. No, 7 or 3. We're three minutes late tonight. It is 11-9, 2022, 20, and I have some unfortunate news, but I also have some good news. We'll, we'll get through the bad news first. Trost is not going to make it tonight. Uh, he had this surprise out of nowhere, like, president's dinner for, like, I guess all the presidents of clubs on campus are having this joint dinner together, and he totally forgot about it. Um, but the good news is, is that we have, uh, my very good friend, Brian Scott, on the show today. Uh, B Scott, as many of you know him. Um, he is, uh, a sports guru. He's a, you know, diehard Boston sports fan, uh, huge NBA fan, huge LeBron guy. Um, he's a, he's a runner. He's a, he's a lover. Uh, he's a, he's a big, uh, Drake fan as well. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Scott. Hey, hey, don't interrupt. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Brian Scott here, uh, Brian, why don't you give him, give your little spiel or whatever you want to say wow. to the audience. What
1: an introduction,
0: <coughs> Not really. Not the nicest thing you ever said to me. Yeah, I don't say many uh, nice I'm, things to you. I'm, yeah, I'm a Man's Intro super fan. Uh,
1: I listen every week. I'm just glad to be able to share my opinion with, uh, my best friend, Will. We're coming up on our, uh... Decade friendversary in February. So if you listeners want to mark that on their calendars, so they can. But yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm honored and, uh, excited to be here, truly.
0: Do Do you have, um, a specific date? Like, a uh, like uh, not just February? when I got the flu in sixth grade. Yeah, so well, dude, but you need, a, I need like a date. Because if I'm going to give into this whole stupid friendversary thing, then I want you to give me a specific date so that we can commemorate, okay?
1: I was able, agreeing to commemorate with me, Will. Well, you, uh, you uh, maybe, maybe
0: Valentine's Day? No, you can't do that. That's so stupid. <laughs> That's obviously violates many different uh, things. How about the day after? No,
1: it was like, I, I want to say it was a Tuesday. I, the Tuesday, the 21st of February.
0: Yeah, well, listen, how about this? After the show, you go back through your camera roll. Cause I feel like you're the kind of guy to keep pictures from like 10 years ago and maybe find t- a timestamp. Uh, of something that, uh, like, of a picture you took around the time, maybe like an old iPod Touch you still have around. Wow. I, I'd like you to do uh, some research, get the actual date. I want like accuracy.
1: Yeah. Well, for the, for those at home who don't know, uh, me and Will became friends in sixth grade in Mr. Bay's class. Uh, we were Bay BAFAs yeah. for our bilingual audience. Um,
0: That's. But the, yeah,
1: our our first <laughs> uh, contact outside of school. I had the flu, and Will gave me the Spanish homework. What a guy.
0: Yeah, and then, um,
1: and then
0: we just blossomed from there. It blossom. I'd say I would say that that was actually the peak of the friendship. Like though that was like at that point in time, I liked you most because I was kind of like, oh, Brian Scott, like he's cool. He plays basketball, and my appreciation and desire to be your fr- uh, my appreciation of you and my desire to be your friend has only like gone down from then
1: well i would
0: say we haven't peaked yet well no no we definitely no we've, we've <laughs> definitely peaked that's stuff def- that's out of the question think about how little time we spend together now versus like seeing each other every day you know that's yeah but
1: think about how much time i spend thinking about you way that,
0: more that doesn't matter you don't think about me don't don't fucking make it up don't make up that you think about <laughs> me don't think. don't make up all you care about me i know you like to do that with all your people but not me all right well,
1: I do, I care about you deeply. Will. Listen,
0: we're, we're moving off this topic. <laughs> I don't care how much you care about me. Doesn't matter. Um, originally we were going to talk about, uh, me, you, and Trost's first memory together. Uh, we he's not, he's not here. Um, what, do, what do you think? Is it probably that time that you visited in freshman year and when we got drunk in my dorm? Is that the first time you met him?
1: That was the first time. I'm a very fond member. We got a uh, dining hall. We like went to Mac, I think it's called. Yep, Is that I, what it's called? Yes, Mac. Yeah, that yeah was, that's true. That was, uh, we didn't really do anything, but it was very fun. Um, although I actually really enjoyed this past marathon. Was Tros there? Yeah, he was there in April. Tros
0: was there in April, not, um, not the one October. in the fall.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a good time. He made, he made some eggs, and we had some Miller Lite with eggs at like 6.30 in the morning. That was fun.
0: That was a good time. Although, and we went to the Red Sox game mm-hmm. that day, uh, and then yeah, went to Yard House right. after that. And it was that was a jam packed day. Um it was. You know what? I, I wish you guys. I wish like that you could have been there when Trost visited uh, the Cape. It was like the summer of COVID, and like my mom was being really strict about people all hanging oh, out. Yeah, and so he came it. and visited me, but uh, well, you guys weren't allowed to come. So I think and we had a lot of fun, but I'm sure it would have been even more fun if. um you were there, buddy. Um, so that, that could have been a, just another great memory for us all.
1: Yeah. Um, I see, do you want, do you want to still, want me to still give the scoop on the Team 14 Wolfball Tournament? I,
0: I, um, yeah, I was gonna get to that. Are you, you oh, little, sorry. You're a little I, bit impatient, am I jumping are you?
1: Ahead of the agenda? Well,
0: Brian, let me dictate the agenda and you, okay, sorry, let sorry. and you just, you sit there and answer I'm the learning. questions when I ask you them. I'm learning. Uh,
1: that would say, final answer would still probably be freshman year.
0: What about, um, no, you no, know, no, you know what I remembered? You know what I just remembered? What? What about when we went to the uh, Red Sox game together?
1: Wasn't that the marathon? With
0: Harrison. Oh, no. Wow,
1: that was a good day. That was a great day. Yeah, he got the ball from, uh, what's his name, Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson,
0: right? yeah, that, and we got pretty hammered, and um, we were on TV.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then we, that was actually, yeah, we we that was during COVID at Fenway, Limited seating.
0: Limited seating, there wasn't. There wasn't many uh, fans there. Go to. But we got better, we got better seats as a result. So yeah, that was, that was actually fun. And then we went,
1: then we went to Celtics after that and we had to wear a mask. Wow. Ugh. How times have changed.
0: Yeah, really. Um, well, the, this just goes to show that maybe you can't pinpoint one great or favorite memory, but there are so many memories that it just, it, it proves that you and Trost and I are just such good friends. Um, I don't say, I don't, I don't say that lightly, right?
1: No, no, I, I'm pr- I'm very proud of him with a new job offer. I mean, I know he takes academics seriously. Very, uh, too seriously, in my opinion. And that, that, I was actually very proud of him when I heard that, you know, hard work, uh, does pay off in the long, in the yeah, long run. It
0: does, it does. You know, there's, there's us lazy fucks, um, who don't do much and then we complain when things don't go right. But for a guy like him, he, he does, he <laughs> does all, he goes by the book, you know, and he, and he gets, uh, rewarded.
1: I will say, I think it's stupid that Burn does all the readings, though. Well,
0: Burn is Burn's there are a whole other. Clearly,
1: some class readings you don't have to do.
0: Burn is Burn is like he, he's a whole other monster. He he essentially has the same course load that I do, yet somehow manages to do five times as much work and get pretty much the same grades. Uh, I don't know. I think he just likes to be busy. Maybe is what it is. Um, yeah. Brian, you all right over there? I'm hearing lots of shuffling.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry. You can't don't
0: don't breathe too deeply into the to the speaker. Right. It makes a lot of, you know weird sounds. All right, Brian. I know you want to talk about yourself, so um, I was curious how that Team 14 football tournament went last weekend. For 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 those of uh, our audience who uh, are not familiar with uh, what what went down, could you maybe give us a run
1: through? Yeah. So it was a wiffle ball tournament uh, for my dad for Team 14. Uh, it was four players on a team uh 20 bucks a pop so it was 80 dollars per team and half of that money went to team 14 and half of it went to uh the winner and it's we had had a wiffle ball tournament last year and but it wasn't for like a cause or anything um so we kind of got the same group of guys we added a little bit more so there's 12 teams so i don't know the, i forget the math off the top of my head but there was a I think the winner ended up getting 480, so like 960 pot, if I'm doing that math correctly. Um, and, yeah, it was a fun day. There, I will say there was a lot of controversy. Well, my team got out in the first round terrible. Um, That's embarrassing. But yeah, last last year we made a championship. But there was some controversy because the team that won it all last year got got out in the first round like we did. But... It was hard because some pitchers were really rifling it in there and, like, throwing heat and taking it extremely seriously. Mm, And then mm. others were kind of like, it's a charity event. Like, you can throw junk, but why are you throwing heat? Yep, yep. So we tried to do, like, gentlemen's, but then people were just – they would get heat thrown at them, and then they would fastball back to them. So it ended up being incredibly competitive, Um and yeah i mean i think a person on the club baseball team ended up winning it um but yeah and then there was more controversy because they didn't donate the money back and i was curious what your i didn't i like Sure, it would have been nice for me to have that fundraising money back and it was a charity event but same time i do see their side of it whereas like Hey, we paid to get in. Like we already gave half our money to charity. I'm curious what you think about it, Will?
0: Oh, so you're saying like the like the night like the like almost like the unwritten rule in that situation that you would give the money back that you won. Well,
1: yeah, that's what a lot. I honestly didn't care too much. Like again, it would have been nice, but like a lot of people were like upset, like very upset that they didn't donate the money back. Who
0: was uh, was it, Plooch?
1: No, no, no! It wasn't It wasn't anybody. It was just the it was the peanut gallery.
0: That's just like it was a general like crowd of people who were like, "Oh, that's fucked up." Okay.
1: Yeah, which is like, I guess it was like, but if I'm at the Red Sox game, I win a fifty fifty raffle. No way am I giving that money
0: back. Well, it's way different context. This is a very this is this is way more personal than that, right? So I would say, did the people who did you really know the people that well who won? Uh,
1: like I knew half the team. Pretty well. I knew two of the guys pretty well, and the other two were like I didn't know super well. But again, like I get it. Money's tight in college. Like it's a, it was one hundred and twenty dollars per person. Like that's a lot of money. And
0: what they and what they win again? What they win?
1: They won one hundred and twenty each.
0: Oh wait, 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 oh wait, wait wait wait. Sorry sorry. I'm confused. Wait. So how much did you? How much did they had to put into play?
1: It was. 20 per
0: person, 80 a team, and okay. then yeah. they, ended, they won 120 each. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, uh, see, I don't, it's a weird, because I feel like, no, no, it's it's no, it's no, totally fine they didn't donate it back, because that's the whole no, point I, of doing the rivals actually, in the first place. I actually agree. That's like saying, like, this, well, this kind of leads into ties into our next thing, um... That we can talk about. This icon pass fifty fifty 50 raffle you're doing or whatever. Not 50-50, just like this icon pass fundraiser. Yeah. That's like saying, I'm gonna donate a hundred bucks to get these raffle tickets, and then I win the icon pass, and I'm just gonna give it to you? Like, give it back yeah, to you? No,
1: it makes no, I mean, it's a little different because it's just money. But- yeah.
0: I know, but it's, it's, yeah, maybe it's not apples to apples, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's an issue. I mean, uh, you're the guy who ran the whole thing, so if you don't think there's an issue, there's no issue.
1: No, I agree. I was just curious, what, I, I respect your opinion a lot. Well, I don't
0: I think you do. I think you're just full of shit. Um, <laughs> okay, so the wall. Regardless, football tournament sounded fun.
1: It was successful. Do you see the kid going through the wall? Uh,
0: yeah, I was on the Barstool UMass uh, Instagram account, right?
1: Yeah, that was my friend Malin. He didn't end up catching it,
0: so so it was just not worth it at all, huh? No, no, no. You I'm wouldn't. You happened. wouldn't have laid out like that. You're not. You were never much of a hustle guy in that in that regard.
1: I'm not much of a hustle guy in any sport. No.
0: Uh, it's too bad because, you know, you combine talent with, um, you know, un- a never-ending passion, and that's how you create a, you know, kind of a superstar athlete, and you never quite reach those heights. Maybe if you had uh, jumped for some loose balls here and there, it would have been different. <laughs> hey, towards the end of my career, I started taking a little bit of charges. Oh, no more. I don't want to hear that shit, all right? Your your charges are, were miserable. They half-assed attempts at, I don't know, yeah, just you know, appeasing the coaches, but it wasn't real. Maybe if I had a little bit
1: more of Evan in me, I would uh, I would have gone to the next
0: level. Who knows? Yeah, I know. he's He could. He could. You know, you're right, because you know, he does have that. He has a dog in him. He might be playing uh, pro hoops, huh?
1: <laughs> have you seen his mustache?
0: Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I think it needs to go. I think that's bad.
1: Yeah, I, I can't imagine. What do you think Jacqueline thinks Oh, she probably <laughs>
0: hates it. But the problem is, no one should like that. It doesn't matter if you're a girlfriend. It <laughs> doesn't matter if you're a friend. It doesn't matter if you're like... A stranger walking by, someone, the guy in the street, like that's pretty repulsive. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah. he, he, I don't know, he's real. he's convinced that's, I know he is, I know he's convinced that's like a really good look.
1: Yeah, I don't think it is. Uh, <laughs> but, but maybe, maybe in Hoops culture, we don't know, I mean, Tyler might like it, who knows.
0: Yeah, and that's his opinions a lot really matters, um, when it comes <laughs> to the world of Evan Cook. Um, anyways, let's not, you know, go on on too much of a tangent here
1: yeah we could go on all day
0: so you know brian i think some people were probably curious yep what your post-graduation aspirations in terms of uh jobs school whatever um what those looked like uh because people you know people haven't heard from you in a while i think you you've you've decided to devote yourself to your dad's cause and that's what you promote on your platform. So there's not much out there about what you yourself are, are doing. Um, just at at, at a deeply person on like a deeply like individual level. So maybe I want, I want, maybe I'll I would like you to tell us how, what, what direction your life's headed in.
1: Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you pointing that out. Um, I'd love to talk about it. Um, I would love to have a concrete answer for you. I'm not super sure right now. Uh, I'm in student teaching at Pioneer Performing Arts Public Charter School. Uh, it's not going great, but I'm in the process of getting transfer, Not transferred. I'm in the process of doing my practicum somewhere else. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and that's kind of been the problem. The school hasn't been a great... F- so for those of you who don't know, I'm an education major. My whole... Uh, career trajectory to this point was to become a teacher. Mm, uh, yes, but mm. yeah, the, I guess the problem is currently with me right now. I'm doing 15 hours in this school. Um, it's a performing arts school, so the teachers slash the students aren't really what I'm been familiar with at all. It's not best. your vibe. No, and it's it's the charter school, so there's no grades. It's very interesting. Oh, uh oof. and. It boils down to if I was to become a teacher, it's, it's just not, I would never even take an interview there. So it's been hard for me to kind of evaluate what I actually want to do. So I'm applying to some grad programs um, for higher ed, but I'm also, you know, taking a look at the job market, seeing what's, seeing what's popping there. But I hope to have a more concrete answer once I can, once I, in the spring, or I guess not even in the spring, February, March, when... I'm in a different school, and then my goal is sure, to have a lot sure. of options come late April. That's my that's my plan.
0: There you go. And uh, listen, Brian, no one doubts your ability to figure this all out. You know, you were you have many connections. Um, you have a knack for convincing people that you're a great person and good at things, even if I don't believe you are. Um, <laughs> so that should bode well for you. And I uh, I I know I, I'm in the boat of I hope that um, you find something. Um, that's gonna satisfy your thirst, uh, for for I don't know, um, for success. Because I think uh, sometimes uh, you almost forget how of, how much of an ambitious and competitive person you are, and maybe some of the career paths you've considered uh, wouldn't satisfy for that over the course of a lifetime. You know, so I think that's good that you're now like exploring more options. I think that's yeah, I mean, uh, a good move. Yeah, I mean,
1: to be honest, I, I do enjoy, um, like, obviously it's for my dad, but, like, I do enjoy raising money for a good cause, planning the events, like, I'm reaching out to people and, and it's just fun, so, I mean, not that that's a career, but well, it's kind of opened my eyes to a little more, you know? Well,
0: that's definitely, it could be a career, uh, I think event I planning, um, or even just, it's not even, like, specifically event planning, like, you've had to network, um rat- like uh, rampantly right so yeah. that's a skill you're developing that is useful in every walk of life um and the most successful people in the world are besides like the techie like geniuses they are usually the most successful people are usually very um very good at that skill that you're honing now, so uh,
1: yeah, and also like by the end of this marathon thing i I estimate um that ballpark with all the fundraising since my dad's been diagnosed i think but i think by april if we keep going at the pace we're at we'll get to over a hundred thousand dollars for the jimmy fund dana farber that's not chump change
0: no no certainly not
1: especially since there hasn't been like it's not like one person donated $10,000. Ten thousand dollars. It's it's all in pretty small. Oh, I
0: thought Meme donated like twenty yourself. Twenty thousand. Well,
1: that is up for. I, I cannot speak on the Meme situation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what happened <laughs>
0: Is she still the only letter you've gotten? Correct. That's so weird, dude. There's no. Listen, listen. I will speak on behalf of my Meme and say <laughs> that I, she's not like like rich, or or no. even remotely. So I don't know. It, it, whatever the situation's odd. Basically, Brian received a donation in her name, Beverly Girton, a while back, and but like you don't usually receive a letter for the donation, so they you guys assumed it was like that's some massive number. That's significant. Yeah, I guess we can When there's no point in asking, let's just like speculate for the rest of our lives because I think it's more fun yeah. that
1: way. I mean, it could be. For all we know,
0: it could be a million. Yeah. Who? Who? Who's to say? Um, Brian. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, take away too much time from the sports talk because. That's what we're all here for, right? Uh yeah. But I'll ask one more thing, and I don't actually want to hear what you have to say about this, but I feel like I'm forced to ask because I think it creates uh, some interesting conversation. Um, what is your take on this new Drake 21 Savage collab album uh, that, as of yesterday, was projected to sell about 400,000 um, first week, which is rather impressive for a collab album? Uh, regardless yeah, good, of right? regardless of who the collaborators are, and I know like you know e- like this is surpassing Drake's you know Drake Fe- the Drake feature club album from I don't know six years back now or even more. Um, so I don't know. I just want to know what you think. Um, I I can guess what you think, and I heard some things, but I just sum it up for me. What 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 would you say about uh, I the think album? It's a
1: classic tape. That, that's that's what I would say. Um, <sighs> I don't know. I just I've been really vibe into all the songs circo loco i mean come on does it get better
0: literally uh, sucks
1: i just think they really i've always i thought well going into this album i had high expectations because i thought drake would want to bounce back from what was a objectively pretty disappointing um Dead. nevermind album of an album. he did and i and i've always thought 21's um what was his album that Uh, Savage Mode 2. I thought that album was pretty massively underrated. That was fire. Uh, Yeah, so I thought it was... I had big expectations, and I think they surpassed them. Mm. I mean, like... Mm. Rich rich Flex 2, like... Do your thing, 21, do your thing. That's...
0: Okay, okay. I don't need... No, 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 no. no, You're not allowed to um, rap or sing.
1: It's just Drizzy Drake. I've always said it's Drizzy Drake, it's Taylor Swift, and it's everybody else. In my opinion.
0: Um... See, the Taylor Swift thing is actually more defensible. Listen, I, 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 knew you're, I knew you're, I knew you're like it. I knew you're to be like, oh, it's a classic, bro. This is the best album of the year, objectively. Like, I, I, like, smelt you saying that. And it's fine, cause you're a fan of Drake, whatever. Um, it's a decent album. I agree that it's enjoyable to listen to. It's not the album of the year. Okay. And, I'm not gonna argue anymore, except I'm just gonna say that Circo Loco is not good. You can't just- No, 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 no. Then the reason it's not good is cause the whole song is literally just a Daft Punk song that's wicked popular. He just took that freaking beat and used that. And it's like, that's just cheating. It's, uh, it's like, it's like uh, the Jack Harlow-like thing with the whatever that song was. So I, I, I don't mess with that stuff.
1: But do you think Daft Punk can rap like Drake on that beat?
0: No, I just think he did. No, but the Daft, original Daft Punk song is better. I don't think that now adding Drake rapping to it makes it like a good song. I'm just always gonna be like, the other song is better. I'll just listen to the other song instead.
1: Interesting. I'm not familiar with Daft Punk. I can't, I can't speak on that. I'm though,
0: not familiar, but... I'm not really familiar with them either. They just, but they have, not, like, not, like, they have a few like, really famous songs and that's more than, come on. You know that song. One What's... more time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's the song. Like that, th- th- you're just cheating by taking that. I don't know. Not cheating, but it just not as good. To be- it's not gonna be as good.
1: I was impressed.
0: Okay, you know what? Before I get mad or anything, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna move on. It's okay. It's an okay album. Okay. Your so, favorite song? uh, probably what's it called? Um, oh, I I texted you. It's
1: oh treacherous. Tw- no, no,
0: um, no. That sounds Real that sounds okay. Huh?
1: Privilege rappers. Right? Privilege
0: rappers. I really like that one. I really like that one. It gets me into a good mood. Um, yeah, I like when you're in a good mood. Uh, okay. Um just okay, just for the record before we get um to before we like really dive into the basketball, um I'm worried that your volume is too low. It's not your fault. Like I, I just think it's nothing we can control because just the speaker on the phone is not that loud. Um speak up? No, no, no. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. It's, I just want you didn't know that maybe when I we look back and listen to this, it's not going to be – I'm going to be much louder than you, sadly. Okay. Um, Next time, we'll have to have you come in for real, come in in person.
1: I mean, that would be the honor of a lifetime.
0: Okay, that's enough. All right, <laughs> let's talk basketball first. Uh, Specifically, I want to touch on a sensitive topic. I know people have been clamoring for my opinion on this, for Trost's opinion on this, uh, and we'll bring B. Scott to the fold to give his thoughts. Uh, this whole Kyrie Irving situation, is he anti-Semitic, is he not, is he just an idiot, is he a dick for being so passive-aggressive and um, flip about the whole thing? I, I, I just want to know what you think about that whole debacle, if you have any thoughts
1: yeah i do i would say i mean Kyrie's a moron and a dick all at once
0: (laughs) yeah Um, that's for sure
1: i would say though like with other Kyrie stuff i've been a little more invested he's kind of lost my interest a little bit with just based on the sheer number of how many ridiculous things he's done so that being the first thing i want to say the second thing is i'm not sure if he's like he he just likes to create waves. And I, I will say, I listened to the, I'm sure you've seen it, the clip of him where the reporter's just basically saying, like, listen, you got a platform. You can't be saying this. And he's like, I didn't promote it. I didn't. And it's yep, like, yep. I, I actually really, one of the base pet peeves of mine is like, when players are just like so absurdly rude to the interviewer, like, I get like having a bad game and being sh- very short with them, but it's like, he was just so, like, insulting and rude to the reporter. for The guy's just trying to do his job. So that made me a little angry. And, I yeah, I don't know if he's – I don't know what's next for him because I don't know. Mm. I don't mm. think – I saw the report that, like, Adam Silver and him had, like, a productive meeting.
0: That's yep, yep. awesome.
1: But I just don't see him – Doing all the things that Joe Sai said, he like gave him a list like six demands before he can return to the team. Some of which were like, it was kind of a lot. I think Jalen Brown commented on like, this is really like, this is kind of a lot. Um, but yeah, will he play in the NBA again? I, I, I would say I, I think so. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's released. I, I just, and it stinks cuz like when he's on the court I really do enjoy watching him play. That's about it now though. Um yeah, that 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 would be my thoughts.
0: Yeah, I uh, I liked I, I kind of agree with you on pretty much all those sentiments. Um yeah, especially the reporter interaction. Uh, Nick Friedel, I think his name is. He's a a beat writer, New York beat writer uh, reporter. Um and he although he definitely asked a question that was um, aggr- not aggressive, but he was he was getting to the point. He was getting to the point, and it was it was it was pretty obvious he was going to offend Kyrie with the question. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie's reciprocation was unnecessary. Like he, I remember, I think he said like some, something along the lines of, "Oh, you just want your minute of fame, yada yada yada." Yeah, that's well, that's just silly. And then the the whole thing with the platform you mentioned, he literally contradicted himself during that press conference. In the beginning of the press conference, he said something along the lines of, "I have a platform where I influence a lot of people." And then later in the press conference, he says, "You guys, you guys like to like to create, make the, like, you guys like to make this idea up that I have some sort of platform." So he he literally like said he had a platform and then accused the reporters of making up this platform that he has. It, it's 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 like laughable, and I I don't think he's anti-Semitic. I think he's an idiot. Like, like you said, for me, it doesn't even matter about this incident. So much shit always seems to happen with this guy. If you're the Nets, why do you want to deal with this anymore? It's a PR nightmare. He's, and, yeah. and let's not act like, like I get, like, it's an interesting point. You said you enjoy watching him play basketball. And sure, any unbiased basketball fan who enjoys the game and appreciates the game would say that, but he hasn't contributed to winning basketball. As a net ever, like no, if you does. think about it, so it's not like the organization owes him anything. So, I mean, the last and the last truly great thing he's done in the court was 2016, uh, my opinion. So, I don't know. I think that at this point, you know, if this was Giannis. So this was like somebody like of that stature who was doing this stupid shit. Like, they could get away with it and you would go through all the hassle. But is it, for Joe Sy, for the Nets, uh, for any other NBA team at this point, is it worth the hassle? I don't know. I, say, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I would say maybe, uh, if, if just to keep KD happy. I don't, it depends how Kevin Durant feels. Cause he's having a great year. It's oh, like, yes, he is. I, uh, If Kyrie Lee... I guess Durant can't do anything. He already tried to force his way out. But, yeah, Kyrie should get released. He should sign with the Lakers.
0: (laughs) Bro, don't even... Okay. But... uh, Yeah, you'd root for him. You'd be defending him. You'd be like, I don't care that he hates Jews. Yeah, he's going to win his championship, bro.
1: No, I mean, honestly, like, you're right. Kyrie... I mean, I enjoy... He dribbles awesome. (laughs) And he has some cool layups. And I will say that... That... First game against Boston when Tatum hit the oh yeah Smart, he,
0: he was went. phenomenal he was phenomenal
1: that was like one of the in the past like that was five years that was like one of the best games I've seen any NBA player play like that was like unstoppable
0: mm. but mm. yeah he,
1: yeah it was one game though and then the la- next three games he was horrible he was so he like, was
0: he was miserable he was, he, he fell asleep. it was like he wasn't even out there and that's yeah, my I mean, and I don't care about the NBA. one good game if you're gonna do that shit.
1: Yeah, it's not to mention uh he was hurt against the Bucks when it was Katie's foot was on the line, and then. True. Oh my God! Remember that Celtics series against the Bucks? That was like so miserable. He, he
0: played. So- he played so horrendously, and it's looking back. Like I actually watched a few months ago. I watched like his highlights, and I, I say hi- I don't. Never, they weren't highlights, but I watched his tape from that series, and he was so bad. And it was, but it was, it was so obvious that it's because he wasn't trying and he didn't care. Yeah. And he and just so. wanted to be out of there. And that, that was, that was really a disappointing, um, thing to see from an NBA player. You think they would, they would have a little more, um, integrity than that. So I never, I've never respected Kyrie. I never liked him. This just adds, um, more fuel to fire for me personally. Uh, my question for you here is, you, you alluded to the possibility that they cut him he signs with the Lakers is he helping that two and eight Lakers enough that they would even reach the postseason at this point let alone you know make a run at the championship uh, um, sitting at two and eight currently I don't know I would say it's definitely worth it he can't hurt them more than they already are
1: right now mm-hmm. Um this time going to be off court but i yeah maybe I, I i have like Kyrie's not a winning player It like in his career like if you look at it, cleveland <laughs> without lebron he sucked awful with lebron he won because he had lebron
0: literally <laughs> and then so frustrating that people would, after
1: that he at the celtics went farther without him and he hasn't so like by himself he's not like a winning player the only caveat i would say is like Oh well he has LeBron again, but this isn't the same LeBron that Kyrie's used to,
0: so I don't know. I also would say it'd be kinda of hard for LeBron to welcome this guy to the Lakers and advocate for them to sign him, considering he he pretty seriously condoned Kyrie's actions a few days ago, right? So yeah, he did. I'm not sure that. I feel like that dynamic now would be weird and flawed, and I don't know. That's a weird situation. The Lakers are a shit show. The Nets are a shit show. Um, it's uh, it's it's too bad, but I don't care. I'm happy about it.
1: Uh, two things on that. I would say one. And now I'm thinking I'm unsure. It would be a tough decision for Palinka because he's blown this up like <laughs> one of the worst jobs by a GM in recent memory.
0: But oh i will like would he
1: even like it's already such a shit show like does he want to add kyrie like just for the bad pr um secondly if it does like entice me a little bit but i mean their pass like lebron's passes prime now ish we'll see he has a big game against the clippers tonight coming off some left knee soreness but uh <laughs> he's Still, he's still definitely viable, like he could drop 30 any night, but anyway oh, for sure. I, the fit between LeBron, AD, and Kyrie, just strictly basketball wise, is phenomenal but they, it's just, it would take a while to get there, and I don't think he'll get there so I don't know, I'm done talking about Kyrie, next question
0: good, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with it too, you know we've, he's been in many of my conversations the last week off the record, on the record, so yeah, fuck him. I'm sick and, yeah, I am sick and tired of it as well. Um, okay. So there's some things we could talk about, but there's another segment I want to get to after this for the sake of time. You actually wrote down a question. Uh, would you trade a D if you're the Lakers? It's yeah. an interesting proposition because, um, you're sitting it two and eight. I would say that he's playing pretty well.
1: Defensively, yeah.
0: Um, but at this point, you know the injury risk. I mean, although he hasn't really, not nothing happened so far. But it's been ten games. So the you can't ignore the injury issues from years past. He's been he's practically what played less than half the games. He could have something yeah. crazy like that over his career. Maybe even yeah, I don't know. It there's there's those risks. Um, it's not working with LeBron. Uh, my one. My thought before I let you uh, speak to this, I feel like trading him now would be a mistake because his value is probably at the lowest it's been. Now, if you think that he's gonna be at this level or and or just get worse from here on out, then maybe you trade him. But I I can't imagine that's the outlook. He's only what twenty eight, um, so this still right thrust into his prime. I don't I don't know. I feel like trading him. When his value is, is, is this, is this kind of mediocre? The haul you're getting in return is probably not as good as it could be, although I do think there are still teams out there that would probably give up a massive package. But what do you, what do you think?
1: Uh, I'm actually not sure, teams, maybe the Knicks. Um, I will, I just like, AD's decline has been from the bubble like has like because the bubble he was one of the best players i've ever seen like
0: no oh, here we go yeah yeah yeah
1: but like since then it's just very, like, he still has it defensively but it's like offensively like i'm not like if i'm the other team like i'm not scared of him anymore when he like at the mid-range when he sizes you up like he's just gonna miss an isolation mid-range and his three-point shooting has been horrendous um but I was listening to actually Bill Simmons and KOC and KOC brought up a great stat. It was, um, since 2019 or since 2020, there, the, so the top 50 players, um, in isolation scoring, just based on, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not populated, Just based on how many shots they've taken. Like you have to have a certain amount to be in this. Um, group, but there's 50 of them, and in terms of efficiency, so 50 being the worst, one being the best, AD was 48th. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, okay, Julius Randle was 49, and Russell Westbrook was 50. So that's in terms of just ISO scoring, um, ISO ISO efficiency scoring wise, and shot percentage wise, a bunch of different stats. But yeah, not great. So. I don't know the haul they would get for them. Uh, I mean, the Knicks might be interested, need a rim protector. I've heard the Mavs maybe, but I don't know if they have enough to offer the Lakers. Uh, I saw Stephen A. right before the show um, sent out or on the sh- on ESPN this morning. He said the Warriors and the Lakers should do... AD for Clay and Draymond, straight up, and everyone's like, "That's the worst trade I've ever seen." And I was like, "Ah, I don't know," but yeah, I don't think I don't think they should trade him, and I I don't think they will.
0: Yeah, and I, 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 um, it's it's interesting because you know it doesn't really even matter. What stats he puts up. He isn't, like you just kind of mentioned, he's changed his whole play style and that's the issue. He's not as a, he's not an interior, he's not an aggressive interior scorer like he once was, you know, off the pick and roll. Um, he's not gonna, like you said, no, he's not scaring anybody with this stupid mid-range shit. I mean, that's what, that should be a accessory to his game. You know, that's not, that's as that's, that's a seven, as a six ten fucking beast with the, this amazing wingspan and the athleticism. You can't. Why are you? Why are you doing that? Like that's ridiculous. Like, that's the most frustrating thing to me. It's like what? What? Yeah. Why did you change this up? Why did you think this was smart? This is. You have become now a entirely more inefficient basketball player. And I mean, you are never good at shooting threes. He's never been good at shooting threes. He keeps shooting them somehow. Some yeah, reason.
1: he's never been this bad
0: though. But yeah, but uh, I mean, his career. He's a career thirty percent three-point shooter. What is he shooting this year? A little bit worse than that. So, I, I don't know. I just don't think... Whatever, regardless, his, his play style change. I don't think they should trade him. I don't think anybody really wants him. I think if you're the Lakers, you don't really have any options. You kind of just have to stick this out. Right? Yeah, I
1: was going to add. The problem is they have to do something because this team is going to go nowhere fast. So
0: What do you do? What do you suggest they do?
1: I would suggest... I... I like the buddy healed Miles Turner trade, but is that
0: I real? Because that's been reported, and we all assume it's like it's up for grabs that like they could take it if they wanted. But how do we? Like, I don't know. I feel like that would have happened by now.
1: No, because the Lakers don't want to give up those the the offer on the table. Officially from the Pacers is Miles Turner and Buddy Hield for Russ and two first two first runners, rounders, yeah, the twenty seven and twenty nine, and the Lakers don't want to do the two first rounders, and so there's kind of a standoff. I would probably do it, I think, but that's more coming as a LeBron fan and not a Laker fan, if that makes sense. Like because they're kind you could give a shit about the, the, the... you you I mean, could. Can... I do think that team would be better than people think, um, but another option. I, I want Duncan Robinson with LeBron, and I think LeBron could fix him. And yeah, he has an he's had wolves. Contract, And if you could somehow match the contracts with Russ, Russ can go to Miami. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Duncan, Lowry couple first rounders. I like that trade too. But I think you got to do something. Even though Russ has been great off the bench recently, but He's been
0: he's been he's been solid, I think. And he's had, he said he and he's he has Darvin Ham's or Darvin Ham has confidence in him. I think that goes a long way with Russ, a guy like Russ.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, the Lakers have been miserable, but also their schedule has been brutal. Like they they, they cuz they played all they haven't played a team yet that was below 500, and um, I think the NBA originally was like, "Oh, we'll give them two games against the Jazz because they'll be bad." <laughs>
0: yeah, that was a miscalculation.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Jazz are nasty. So, although I,
0: I, I'm gonna be the first person to say that I don't think it's sustainable with the Jazz. Um, I'll just throw yeah, it in there. but I, it's been cool to see them, you know, play they as well.
1: Kind of, um, it kind of is weird. <laughs> I think it's mostly and it, it frustrates me. I think it's mostly coaching. I think that Will Hardy, the former right.
0: in Boston. Ugh, we could use he's him right now.
1: Really good, and he. I think the Celtics are undefeated if Hardy's coaching this team.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I was. I would say the same thing. It's 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 what, what shit timing that is that he departs with a for you know a five year deal the Jazz this off season. Of course, Danny Ainge gets him right, and then we yeah. have this whole fucking well, shit. With Udoka. And...
1: and. And the resurgence of Kelly Olynyk,
0: Yeah, hey. I mean, he's been he's stuck around. He, he's been, he's been drifting between teams ever since leaving the Celtics and now he's, uh, getting a little bit of the spotlight, I guess. He was a Piston last year, I believe. And yeah, uh, you know, I I met him at an airport once. Yeah, I know. I remember the picture. <laughs> Let me just say though that if can I, that, like that potential heat trade that you are proposing is. Literally awful. Because why would you. The whole idea with Westbrook is that his contract is like the worst in the NBA. But if you trade him to Miami for Lowry and Duncan Robinson, you're just taking back two other contracts that are considered probably in the top 10 worst contracts in the NBA. So that doesn't correct anything. And I don't think it really improves you. So I don't know. I don't want to do that.
1: I like Duncan. I
0: think. Brian, I, you done, Duncan adding Duncan Robinson to the Lakers right now? Do you think that's, that's going to like. We get them five more more wins.
1: Maybe,
0: and even <laughs> five more wins is not enough.
1: He needs uh, the worst mistake the Lakers ever did was getting rid of Caruso. That <laughs> that, that was just bad. Oh I mean, come the on! Is obviously worse, but like, why would you not resign Caruso? But, uh, anyway, well, what does
0: Caruso do for this team now? He's a defensive player. He's not a particularly amazing shooter.
1: Who Caruso? Is
0: he? Is he? From my from my understanding, he's not like a super efficient three point shooter, is he?
1: No, he's not. He's a great defensive just, player. I, sorry, that was kind of off my point. I just thought he that twenty twenty Lakers team does not win the championship without him. Like he was just he's three, he like just pest.
0: Important piece of the identity. Yeah, I think it is. It's so rarely, oh, not rarely, but it it sucks to see like a team with such a. Is such a, uh, a well, obviously a pretty rock solid foundation. You win a championship, you feel like you're on the brink of, you know, dynastic aspirations, whatever. And then three years down the road, and it's all falling through, and you don't know why. I mean, you can all, you can point to AD's injuries maybe as the the number one factor in that, right? But. Um. It's too bad. It's too bad. I don't care. Actually, I hate LeBron, so <laughs> it's really not a problem for me. But for people like you who want to, you know, kiss him and shit, I, I guess it sucks. So Well, it sucks. It, it does suck to see an NBA legend even to just finish his career like this. I mean, it usually happens that way, but you don't want to see it like that.
1: It's true. It's true. We should go in Boston when he's going to pass Kareem.
0: That would be... That is potentially... They could potentially be playing in Boston that day, right?
1: Yeah, January 27th, I wanna say.
0: You wanna, hopefully, if it, if it lines up, like we, the problem is, if it lines up, then the tickets will be literally so they're expensive.
1: Already, they're already crazy.
0: Ugh. Just cause, just cause, just cause there's a chance that might be the night, it's already freaking nuts. I mean, also it's LeBron and the Lakers versus Celtics, so. It's true. Um, listen, Um, don't have a ton of time left. I think we'll save the bracket that we're planning on doing. For a future date, I think that, as you've mentioned to me in the past, Trost is very good when it comes to stuff like this. He is. He's really the straw that stirs the drink when it comes to these bracket segments. So yeah. will out of respect for him, we'll leave it off. And we can focus more on a segment of mine that I love and a segment that you were eager to partake in. Uh, the Big Money Picks of the Week featuring B. Scott. This week, prese- sponsored by Big Bursts. Um, just to give you a refresher on the records, Trost is 19-20-3, and, and Manzi has surpassed him at 22-17-3, although Manzi started off slow, he has had a phenomenal record these past few weeks. Um, B-Scott, I'm not sure, um, if you know, just just to clarify with you, we, we pick, I pick five games a week that I think are the biggest matchups and then we pick we make a pick but with the spread on all four five of them and then we have a separate one that's a moral lock of our own choosing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're 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 ready to go with this? You you're, you're ready, you you feel like you're I'm confident? Ready to
1: go. All right.
0: Um so we have a good I I think we this is a good week of games, better than we've seen recently. Um has been some dud dud weeks not necessarily in that final product, but like looking going into the week, being like, ah, oh, these matchups aren't that exciting. But we, I think we have some good ones. So first off the bat, Seattle, the surging Seattle Seahawks, led by the Renaissance man Geno Smith, playing against the struggling, albeit coming off a dramatic victory, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by the recently divorced Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Buccaneers are. Three-point favorites at home. B Scott, who are you taking? Why are you taking them? Less here.
1: I am taking Tampa Bay minus three.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh,
1: I know if I was to actually bet it, I'd probably buy it down to two and a half. <laughs> but I would. I think there's a little something in Brady that just sparked. You know, he's coming off the divorce. He wasn't, looked like he wasn't gonna win at home against LA. He came back for some reason. The Rams were playing prevent and had five, three 15-yard plays of Scotty Miller. I don't know why they did that, but he found something, I think. And I've just been loving the Instagram comments that are like, all on Brady's post, everyone's like, her loss, her loss. I don't know, <laughs> it's getting a little hyped up. It's Germany. Is, is Giselle is from Germany. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: She's from Brazil, I thought.
1: Brazil, you're
0: right. Anyway, well, that was uh, it. Was a nice attempt at Italian. I I was trying. I thought
1: it sounds kind of maybe I'm wrong.
0: Would have been good. Well, no, I I know that she's so she is Brazilian, but maybe Bunchin is a German like name. Uh,
1: Tell me that doesn't sound German. It
0: does sound German. I know she she so she is Brazilian, but maybe let's 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 take a deep dive real quick. Um, so she's German Brazilian. Oh. She's a sixth generation German Brazilian, so she's from Germany, but her parents descent, descended from Germany has ties somehow. To Germany. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, okay, there it is, there it is, there it is. So there, There's so something. Tom's going back, he's gonna have
1: Giselle on his mind a little bit. <laughs> Germany. Seahawks are a tough team, they're legit, I think. Yeah, they're, but they're legit. I just think Tom's out to prove some people wrong, so I'm gonna take Bucks minus three. In the early window. Get up for this one. This is a great game.
0: Look, um, I got to say, this is... You're right. This is a great game. I'll be up bright and early. They're making history, playing in Munich for the first time ever. I think that's awesome. I struggle with any matchup involving Tom Brady. (laughs) Because I love him so dearly. And I don't doubt his abilities. But I think my pick for this game reflects the moral of the story or the theme of the Bucks all season long, which is that Brady can't do anything to win these team games because this team is deeply flawed. Um I know you want to point to the game winning drive last week and like you said, they're playing prevent defense. That was like that game winning drive was not let's not act like it was one of the one of his best ones like that, he really like he as always. He's he got the ball off quick. He he game managed well, but it wasn't like particularly uh, impressive, like a Mahomes esque thing. Um, so just because they have one DOK okay drive at the end of the game does not give me confidence in this offense. I mean, we every week in and week out, I sit down and I watch these guys, and it's so boring. And I'm like, holy shit, they can't do anything. And Byron Leftwich is a shitty offensive coordinator, and Todd Bowles. Is frustrating because in his own right, because I think I don't think he is that much of a motivator type guy, and so whatever. I think the Seahawks are legit, like you said. Track record suggests that they are the real deal, even though I think people in Vegas too has been like dismissive of them. And it's come time. It's time to come to terms, and I've been really good in my picks in previous weeks as I've picked the Seahawks with the spread, and it always works. So I hate to go against Brady, but in this situation. It's a unique one with Brady. And I think that this team is just not up to the standard for him at this point and it sucks because people misconstrue then they think he's somehow fallen off the cliff. And I really don't think he has if you watch the tape. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Seahawks plus three. It's painful, but, um, I'm trying to win. I'm trying to, you know, k- keep on this hot streak and I feel like that's the right call.
1: Yeah. Um, just, um, to clarify. Is, what day is it on Sunday? I feel like it's a big day. No. I
0: don't care about your birthday. What? I figured you'd mention it. I didn't get you anything. I'm not gonna see you. I'm not gonna call you. Maybe you, I guess you could call this your birthday gift—me allowing you to be on the show with me. <laughs>
1: um, I think Tommy's gonna bring me home a W from Germany. <laughs> oh, so because
0: it's your birthday? Like, jeez, Brian.
1: Yeah,
0: doesn't care it's about time you. It's to
1: be a Brady fan. Times are tough.
0: Times are tough. Times are tough. Uh, the general population was like, honestly, loved him the last two years. Like, they were finally kind of like, like, going, cause he was like off the Patriots, whatever. Like, they were kind of like, oh, like, I respect him. They are finally like, willing to call him the goat. The previous 20 years before that, they, everyone hated him. And now I feel like everyone's on the whole bandwagon of, ah, oh, see, he told you he'd he the clip. He sucks. He's trash. I'm like, dude, that's not, it's, he's literally playing the same way he played the last two seasons. I'm sorry, he is. No, I know. Yeah, uh, you know the rest of the the the, the offensive line is terrible. Like, the offensive line is so bad, and it's not even about pass protection. It's actually about the fact that they cannot establish a run game even remotely, which is going to hurt you because there's no deception. There's literally no deception. They have one of the worst running games in the history of the league. Like it's yeah. that's an, uh, Lenny's
1: not. Lenny's a decent fantasy player, but he's not a great running back. No,
0: no, I don't think. I think I don't think he's. As good as advertised, and obviously the line is not very good. Whatever, let's move on. Um, we're different. We we differ on that one. We'll see how it goes moving forward. Next game: Minnesota versus Buffalo. Now this line has moved pretty drastically. We have this UCL whatever injury with. Uh, Josh Allen, that's a mystery and I've heard some speculation that maybe he has to get Tommy John surgery. But then it came out today that he's he's not gonna require surgery, but he's day a day and it's unclear who's gonna start. If he doesn't play, Case Keenum's in there facing his former team, we brought to the NFC championship. We all know the story. It's it's a it's a it's a fun one, but the line now is three and a half. Buffalo still favored Minnesota at Buffalo. Scott, I'll give my take first. We'll do a little we'll change it up. I think um Buffalo wins this game by three and a half or more. So I'm taking the spread, regardless of who starts. And even if Josh Allen was starting and it was like minus seven, I would take the Bills. I think Minnesota is due for a loss. I think everyone's hyping them up. They see the Kirk Cousins video from last week with him with the chain looking like on the plane or whatever. And who knows who knew he was jacked? Like that was kinda weird to me. Um I I just think that they're they're due. They're seven and one, they've they're on their high horse, but I don't I think that I don't I don't buy them. I don't buy them yet. I don't think because you had a shitty win against the Commanders last week or you hardly scraped by, that that's cause of celebration and I should fear you. I think the Bills like are so talented and everyone knows that. And The Jets game last week is frustrating because Josh threw some awful picks and whatnot. I just don't think that the Vikings are going to go into Buffalo. And I think this Case Keenum thing is, uh, emotional motivation for him and he wants to beat them. They gave up on him pretty much. Um, I think that's emotional. Yeah. Emotional motivation. I think he's going to play better than he would. I think they're going to win by more than three and a half. I'll give, I'll take the points with Buffalo. Very nice. What do you think, B Scott?
1: Uh, I'm also taking Buffalo and the points.
0: There you go.
1: Um, I just think they're going to Orchard Park. It's chilly. <laughs> I just I don't see Kirk playing that well. They like they've kind of scraped by in these one possession games which I think deserves credit, like because it's not easy to win games in the NFL. No, it's at not. the same time, I think that Buffalo defense is so pissed they lost to the freaking Jets. I I think Buffalo McDermott's going to get them fired up in front of the home crowd. I think they win this game by seven or ten. I I, I, I the thing was, I bet on Kirk Cousins. The one loss they had against, uh, I, what I view as a legit defense, which is Philadelphia. And he looked horrible. Yeah. And the, the the Bills are getting Milano back, I think. And,
0: um. Oh, BC, BC grad, BC alum, Matt Milano. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think he's big for them. And I think Buffalo wins this by a touchdown.
0: Yeah. uh, I like that. Um, you know, and all good points, and I think we can all kind of agree that Buffalo is not the kind of team to lose back-to-back games. It's not going to happen. Uh, I might, Maybe I'll eat my words on that. Um, but they're going to come back with vengeance this week for sure. All right, next game, Jacksonville versus Kansas City. I thought this is an interesting one because the line is 9.5, and, and I guess it makes sense. We're at, you know, Casey's at home. Jaguars after a decent you know, somewhat promising start a falter last week. They got a, a good win. Um, what do you think about this? I'm personally always wary of lines that are that big, no matter who the teams are. Um, but I'm curious to hear your take.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Jacksonville plus nine and a half. I can't believe I'm doing that going to Arrowhead, but it's just, as you said, it's hard to beat teams by 10 points in the NFL. And I thought the Chiefs looked lackluster against the Titans, even at home. And they didn't cover the spread against the Raiders when they were at home. They're not like, they're not as, they're not, I'm not as scared of them as I was with Tyree Kill. I mean, I still think they'll be a great team and make a pretty deep run. But nine and a half, Jacksonville looks pretty good. ETN's a beast. Nice. I, I still think they win this game pretty, like, I think this might be a backdoor cover. Like I, I think Kansas City will be in control of this game, but um, I just think nine and a half is too much. That's my reasoning.
0: Yeah, um, and I, I'd agree with you. Um, the, on the same premise, Casey's gonna win this, no doubt. I just, i I've, I will never not take the points with the underdog because when, when it's, that one is that large. I'm sorry. Like you said, it's hard to win games in the NFL. It's hard to get, win games by that much in the NFL. Um, Yeah. Kansas City doesn't have some sort of crazy home court, uh, home field advantage this year. Um, and I think Jacksonville has unlocked ETN and that has helped them immensely. Like that James Robinson trade was great, I think for them. Yeah. ETN is a a mega talent. I know he had the Liz Frank injury last year and there's, it's been said that That's like, you know, that, 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 historically that kind of takes away athleticism from a lot of guys, but he's looked phenomenal the last two weeks. Um, so yeah, I think they, I think they lose, like you said, um, I'm really just marrying the same stuff. Nine and a half, you gotta take that. Uh, I think Jacksonville, um, I also, I also think Jacksonville, I know they had a good start and then they kind of sucked, but I still have a little bit of faith in them, uh, to make a push to maybe the playoffs. Like a late, like a, like a, when I say push, like on, 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 like the, they're gonna be like on the brink of it, like going forward. Have they might not make the playoffs, to- but I think they're gonna be in the bubble, per se. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. Um,
1: did you know that Travis DN has, quote, duck feet? I don't
0: know did what that means. Know- like web went- feet?
1: You, this was like in October, and he said that he has. He called him duck feet and they're abnormally angled feet, quote, that help him beat defenses. So it's, they just allow him to get different angles, but again, it's, he's more prone to injury, which is the Liz Frank injury, which is, I just thought it was interesting. Also, is he the best first round draft pick from Clemson they have on their team?
0: Um, <laughs> I, I like, I, I am actually, very torn on the Trevor Lawrence thing because before the season started, I advocated for him. I advocated for. So did I. Because you look at his tape and he, he showed a lot of great things, you know, statistics aside, and the whole Urban Meyer situation was obviously not good for his development. Um, but he makes a lot of boneheaded plays. And I read an article um, about a month ago that attributed that to the fact that the Clemson offense that he ran was. Very dumbed down, and yeah, I do actually. So he's not used to that. <laughs> he's still adjusting to NFL offenses, but first overall pick, you were like a generational talent. After a year and a half worth of NFL football, you'd think there would be more. You'd think he'd be better. Honestly, you think be- you would think he'd be playing better.
1: Yeah, there's
0: no Andrew Luck. Right?
1: Yeah, I think those comparisons kind of hurt him. <laughs> yeah, they do. <did. laughs> <Like, laughs> The Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning stuff, but it's hard to live up to that. But he's still got got time, and we'll see. I'm actually trying to look up. So I remember on 2021 draft, first of all, I would just like to say I knew Zach Wilson was going to be horrible. I still think he's dreadful. Oh,
0: he's the worst quarterback in the league.
1: Yeah, I remember. Do you know Chris Sims?
0: I know Chris Sims. Yeah, I hate that guy. I hate his whole family, actually. (laughs) I hate Phil Sims even more than him.
1: I was trying to look, and he... So this was his 2021 Zach draft rankings. Number one, Zach Wilson. (laughs) Two, Trevor Lawrence. Three, Mac Jones. Four, Kellen Mond. Five, Trey Lance. Six, Justin Fields. It's interesting, because you could argue Fields is number one two years later.
0: Honestly, if you swap the first and the sixth guy, it's it's actually not a bad list. Um... Fields, I think. Now that you mentioned him, before I move on, let's let's talk about him just briefly. Out of respect for Trost again, Um right. He's been playing phenomenally ever since that Patriots game. Yeah, ever since maybe even the Colts game, or was it another? No, yeah, um, no, not Colts. Who did they play Thursday night football? The commanders. Um, commanders. Ever since that Commanders game, he's been really well played. Really well. He obviously broke the rushing guard single game rushing guard record for a quarterback last week he's dynamic um he's he's finally throwing the ball with you know accuracy and 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 and, and kind of like intent and uh, i think chicago fans are optimistic actually i know they're optimistic would you say that can we can we pause and maybe is this maybe like a little bit of an overreaction like should we be ignoring that the fact that he literally sucked ass for so long, and now we look at a three-game sample size, four-game sample size, and we're changing our mind about him. All of a sudden, like, is that okay to do?
1: Yeah, I think it's, I do think it's a little bit of an overreaction. I'd like to see him continue it for the rest of the year. Um, he does have such an interesting look to him when he runs, though, because he's so built. I, I've almost mm. never seen anything like it. Like, he's a mobile quarterback, but he's built like a running. It's very odd because even Lamar. It's kind of like Josh Allen, but he's a little more. I feel like he's quicker. So I don't. It's unlike anything I think I've seen. But is it sustainable? Ah, I don't know. I'd like to see a little more from his arm and accuracy. We'll see. I don't. I, I do like. I I love watching the Bears, which I didn't think I was going to say this year. <laughs> so that's, some, that's no, no. something, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's a good, interesting point you make about his running style. Um, for me, when I watch him, yeah, he's faster than Josh Allen. He's not as like, he's obviously not as fast as Lamar, but it's comparable. It's, I think their top end speed's similar, but the way they get to it is different. Like, when I watch Justin Fields, it, it doesn't look like he's running that fast, but he is. It's weird. Like, he's running insanely fast. But when you watch Lamar, it's very evident that he's, like, I look a th- super, like, speedy. For some reason with, like, Justin Field, it's like, it's almost like he has less acceleration, but when he gets downhill, it's like crazy speed. I don't know. It's, it's cool. I think it's, um, it's, you can't think about it too much, right? He's finally playing better and people have wanted him to play better and he's playing better. So let's not overthink it. Let's just be like, yeah, this is good, right? I so agree. we'll take it. All right. Um, we got Dallas minus five at Green Bay. Like on paper, this isn't that good of a game considering how bad the Packers are. But I think with all that turmoil and the the, the calls for <laughs> Rodgers' um, retirement from our boy Wheezy, um, I think it's just an interesting matchup. I think people are going to be watching it because I personally be watching it because I think I want to I want to see Aaron Rodgers like crash and freaking burn because I hate him. Um, but who knows? Maybe we shouldn't be counting him out. Maybe we. Maybe again, is this an overreaction? Like, I know the three and six, and they've lost to bad teams, the Lions last week. Is it really over? I don't know. I don't know who, who wants to believe it first, right? So, what do you? What are you thinking?
1: Um, I'm thinking I'm take. Wait, should I give you my pick?
0: Yeah, I want you to give me your. F- Freaking pick, yeah.
1: I'm I'm taking Dallas minus five, which is crazy. I never thought I'd see like this late in the year a five point. The Green Bay would be five point dogs at home. It does worry me. I don't like taking going against the home dogs, but I watched that Lions game, and it was so bad. So I, I in Dallas. Correct me if I'm wrong. Are they coming? Who they play? Are they coming off a bye?
0: Um they they must be they must be coming off a bye cuz I no they they definitely are because they didn't play last week. There's no way.
1: Yeah, I don't Yeah, they definitely know. Come, they're
0: coming off a bye cuz the last game they played was versus the Bears.
1: Right, yeah. I don't know. You're saying all Dallas has to do is go in and beat that Packers team by a touchdown. I I mean the thing is I've the last 3 weeks or last yeah, last three weeks I've been betting the Packers like bounce back, bounce back, and I was like, oh, it's the Lions. They're definitely gonna bounce back. I'm done. I'm I'm I'm, I'm done with them. Done losing money. Year, right like I, it's if you can't beat the Lions, I mean, I, I think Dallas is really, really good. I mean, he's Parsons is gonna be chasing him down the whole night, and who's he gonna throw to? I, I'm taking Dallas. I think that defense is legit.
0: Yeah. Um, I hate to agree with you on all these, most of these. Uh, I'm going to have to take Dallas as well. I th- I'm, of, I'm of the mindset that, you know, nine games into a season, if your offense has never looked in sync once, you're not going to turn it around. That's too many games. This is not like they went one in three through four games. It's been nine games of shit. And, and, and they hit rock, and it's not like they hit rock bottom back in week five. They hit rock bottom in week fucking nine last week against, not only against a shitty team, but against a shitty team that's always been shitty that's in their division that they're so, like, that they're so used to destroying. Right. And, at, no. and like at this point, the Packers, have become like that. Uh, that opponent for a solid. Like, if you are playing the Packers and you are a solid team and you lose them at this point, like you are really like you are like, oh my god, that's bad. This isn't like right. a, like, you know what I am saying. So it's not like you lost. It's not like the pa- like Dallas loses to the Packers this week. It's like, oh, well, they have Aaron Rodgers. It's like, oh my god, we lost to the Packers. So they're not gonna let that happen. The da- Dallas is a really good team, and I can just point to the fact that they had a four and one record with a literal dink and dunk dubler. You don't have you don't get to that record. It, it reminds me of almost like Jimmy Garoppolo and Brissett going three and one. The four game suspension of Brady back in twenty sixteen. Like you don't do that unless you are surrounding, you know, the, the, the unless the makeup of the rest of your roster is like top notch, Super Bowl contending. So, yeah, this is minus five. In fact, I think the Dallas, I could take the alt spread on them, and I would, I would take it like minus. Like fourteen. I would, I would, I would would. I, you know, I I would be greedy because there's no way this is close. Whatever. Right. Maybe I'm I'm being overzealous, perhaps, but I
1: mean the only thing I would argue back in them is that this is Green Bay's literal season. But I I, I don't you
0: think it matters. But you could but honestly, haven't you been saying that every week to yourself?
1: Yeah, no, I think Green Bay's toast. I do think Green Bay's toast. Like
0: every week I feel like we've said this is it. This is it. If they don't win this game, they're done. But then we give them a chance because th- well, we are know—we want—I don't know—we're like the Aaron Rodgers thing. We can't ignore, right? But um,
1: um, I think now they're down four games in the North, and Minnesota has a tiebreaker. So I mean, I, realistically, their playoff chances are pretty shot. Yeah, no,
0: they'd have to. There's no way they win a the division unless you have to have a historic class with the Vikings, or somehow the rest of the MC would have to suck so bad that that third wild card spot was available. I don't know. It's done. They're done. I'm done talking about them. Alright, this last one here is an interesting one. A very hard one for me uh, to pin down. We have the Charges at the Niners. Niners are seven-point favorites. It's an interesting matchup because I think both teams have underwhelmed Although there's been a new spark, you could say, with the Niners, with the McCaffrey trade, and he had last time they were out there, obviously the bye last week. Last time they were out there, he had a you know otherworldly game. And then the Chargers, on the flip side, um, kind of a, I'd say not like not a shitty win last week against the Falcons, but it's not something yeah, that it yeah it was bad. <laughs> it was like kind of like uh, like all right like and that's that's kind of been the the name of the game for them all year. So. With that being said, um, who gave their pick last time first? Me or you?
1: Uh, I did, I believe. Alright,
0: so I'll, I'll give mine. I think, I gotta go with the Chargers plus seven here. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say again the whole like, I, I think seven points is fine for a spread. Like, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking this just cause like, I have the philosophy of, oh, I like to, I don't like to fuck with big spreads. I'm taking it because I think this is tremendously overvaluing the 49ers who, have not looked like a dominant team besides the game two weeks ago and then I should know both Rams games. Both Rams games. Both games against the Rams are the only two games that I was impressed by them. Right? So and, and they they historically play well against them. I don't think that's telling me much. So I don't think they should be seven point favorites against the Chargers. I'm not confident in the Chargers either. I think Herbert is I've always thought Herbert was overrated, and so I think I think this game is a toss-up. I think I, like for me, like it's a pick 'em in a way. I would probably give it like I give three points to the Niners being home, but seven points, you know. I I, I think the Chargers are better than that, and the Niners are worse than that. So I'm gonna go with L A C plus seven. I'm curious to hear what you have to say.
1: Is this Sunday Night Football? Yeah, it is actually. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Niners minus seven. Um, I think, I do think the Chargers are good, but I, then I just like the idea of Kyle Shannon coming off a bye with another week with McCaffrey and guys in their defense being able to rest up and get healthy. It's just a game plan for her. Like, I think they're going to be fine. I actually think that this might be, like, Sunday night, America's watching. This might be the night where it's, like, the Niners solidify themselves as, like, no, like, we are contenders. That's where my eyes mm. are. Like, I mm. think the Niners could go on a bit of a run. Yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking.
0: Interesting. Uh, so you, you think you're more of the mindset that, what we saw two weeks ago was just the tip of the iceberg. Like the, it can only go up from here. Like the fact that McCaffrey had that good of a week, and it was only a second game with the team, and then you had this buy to install. Maybe they install a whole new like game plan, you know a scheme yep. with him. Right. So it's interesting.
1: That's just where my uh, my heads at. Also, it would really help the past playoff chances if the Chargers lost. Sure
0: that cent. that would that would be nice. Um, no, I think Should I. Did we talk about that, or should we talk about that?
1: I want to talk about the past playoff chances.
0: Well, they're five and four. Um, I think if the playoffs ended today, we would would we be the third playoff team? Or no, no, no. We probably wouldn't be.
1: I don't think so. Because you okay?
0: Obviously, the two there's two AFC East teams above us, and then um.
1: It would come down to. It would be the Chargers. Jets, Jets, Chargers, and Bengals. I mean
0: Paz, Chargers, and Bengals are all five and four. I don't know what that is. Chargers, Bengals all five and four. Um all of the Chargers are five and three, actually. Then we have the Dolphins and the Jets, obviously, looming. Um that's really it, actually. Um the rest of the AFC's kinda of poop uh Broncos, you know, all this story. Uh, yeah, I, I I um well I will say this. I I, fe- I feel pretty solid of the chances. More solid, by the chances than I would have felt at the beginning of the year. I think, like at this point, I, I would say we. I would. if I, You told me at week one that we we could be at five and four through nine weeks and be right there for the wild card spot. I would. I would take it. Right.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Um. So yeah, basically with the seven teams, it's gonna come down if you chalk. Um. If you chalk. The Dolphins into making the second wild card, which I am ready to do. I don't know about you. I think they're definitely making the playoffs.
0: (laughs) The Dolphins? Um, Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah, Yes. They haven't lost a game with Tua. I know you hate Tua, but they haven't lost a game with him at quarterback.
1: No, I know. Tua's been impressive. My feelings on him are still the same, but I did watch a video where they reversed his um, or mirrored his arm where he looks like he's throwing righty. And that did a lot for me. I was like, oh, he." Uh, something about the throwing lefty is kind of weird to me. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, like when you reverse it, it looks way more normal, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. But,
1: um. Anyway, so if you count them, because they're offensive explosives, I do think they're going to collapse in the playoffs. I so just want to get that out there. Okay,
0: but, okay. We'll, we'll, um, we'll remember that.
1: Well, I think there's going to be a massive Miami hype train, because I don't think they're going to lose for a while. And they're going to be like nine and three, or I think they're going to go on a little run, and everyone's going to be like oh, yeah, Miami Super Bowl contenders. Don't believe that. I like. Do you really see them going into Buffalo or Kansas City and winning? I don't. Mm, uh, no, no, I
0: don't. No, I don't. And I don't. You're right. Um.
1: Anyway, regardless, they're going to make the playoffs. So that seven seed comes down to the Pats, Bengals, Jets, or Chargers. So, it's gonna be interesting, which is like, that game against the Jets is ginormous. Yeah. Like, I can't remember a situation like this where it's a big game and both teams are coming off a bye for the following week. It's, it's very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be, um, it's definitely, uh, it's huge. And I, I gotta say though, I have, I have all the confidence in the world. There's no, we're not gonna lose that game.
1: Not Belichick off a of buy at home. I, I Versus
0: don't know. the Jets. I, I, let's be honest, the Jets have gotten lucky this year. We we have scored more points than them. We have given up less points than them. They have won a few close games. They have actually won a bunch of close games, and that's really that that's the that's the that's the contributor to the record. That's why they're that's why they are sitting at six and three. You know, and that's there's luck involved there. I just when you're playing Belichick, I think he eliminates the luck factor of it all. Um, right. and they're gonna crush them. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna go on a limb and say they're gonna crush them. Sorry, but yeah, I'm not worried about the Jets actually in that equation. I think I think the Bengals and the Chargers are far more concerning.
1: I agree. Can I do a fun little thing with you? So, I have pulled up right now New York Times interactive New England Patriots playoff picture. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read off the Patriots' remaining games, okay. and you're gonna tell me if they win or lose. Sure. It's hard because again, I, I won't really hold you to it because it's like six week. Who knows who's healthy in six? It's fine. It's
0: fine. No, uh, but uh, uh, given the current state of affairs.
1: Yeah. So and so right now it has the play- Patriots playoff chances at forty four percent based on four thousand six hundred fifty six simulations. That's solid. That's solid. So yeah, one percent chance the bye week. Four percent chance the host wildcard. Thirty nine percent chance uh wild card just to get in and 56% a chance out. So I'm gonna say so Patriots at home versus the Jets. You have the Patriots winning, right?
0: Of course, Patriots. So that bolsters their chances to fifty four. And then Thanksgiving primetime Kirk at Minnesota week twelve. Loss. Loss, okay.
1: And then you have, see, this is tough. You have the Bills at home, but is it Case Keenum or is it Josh Allen? It's a I loss. I the assumption it's going to be Josh Allen, but I, I don't know.
0: If it's going to be Josh Allen. It's going to be Josh Allen. And they're, they're going to lose. They're going to lose.
1: Okay, so Bills. Then we have Patriots at Cardinals.
0: That's a win. Cardinals are a dysfunctional organization.
1: Okay. And then you have... A road trip. So you got Patriots at Raiders. Uh,
0: sadly, I'm going to say it's a loss. Uh, the Belichick disciples do good against Belichick, but they don't do good against anybody else.
1: Okay. So then you have Christmas Eve. Santa is flying over Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. You got Patriots versus the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Um, That is a win. That's a okay. win. That's a win. At home, and the Bengals have been uh underwhelming.
1: So currently, with the situation you just laid out, we're at 52% chance to make the playoffs with two games remaining. Wow. Two, di- two divisional matchups. You got Patriots at home versus Miami.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is so hard. It, and... I can't help but be biased. I think the Patriots win this because I think it's like, it's like, it's like justice. Usually the Dolphins beat us at the end of a season where we've been the better team all year and they like surprisingly come into Foxborough or we go to Miami and they like give us a gut wrenching loss and it kind of crushes our playoff like seating, like, you know, situation. But I think it's going to be roles reversed this time. Where the Dolphins, like you talked about, they're, they'll have gone that run and they'll be the favorite and we're going to go and we're going to you know, set them straight. So I think that's a win.
1: Yeah, I, it seems like we always find a way to split with the Dolphins no matter what. So that's I a, like good that's a good point. That's a good point. So then your final game is Patriots traveling to Orchard Park to play the Bills.
0: My... I, I just I hope to death that the Bills like never lose I know. another game this season, so that they don't care about that game.
1: I know, me too. So okay,
0: just tell me. So if they lose that game, what happens?
1: So well, I'll tell you this: if they win that game, okay, the the Patriots are at a ninety nine percent chance to make the playoffs,
0: C- considering everything else I just said. Correct. Wow, that's actually that's crazy because then. Because you could easily turn that Raiders one into a win. And even the Vikings maybe. So that's, wow. Huh?
1: So if they end up, so say Buffalo needs that game to be the one seed or whatever, and they end up beating us. Yeah. The Pats are still calculated at a 65% chance to make the playoffs. Howdy, hey,
0: hootie loo. That's pretty good.
1: Howdy, hey, Hootie loo. That's not bad.
0: Okay, you know I feel I feel good. I feel good after this little exercise.
1: I, me too. That's like not. So it's like, I I'll tell you this. I am feeling great. If the Patriots beat the Jets, Next, okay, off the bye.
0: Well, let's let's be honest. Um, a twelve point jump in percentage points of of a, uh, you know uh, in likelihood of making the playoffs after one win against the Jets. That's fucking amazing.
1: And I think Belichick, he he knows he needs this one. He's gonna be coaching on Mac all week. I'm just I'm excited for that game already.
0: Well, let's let's also reel it back. let's reel look it back. Huh? What's up? What'd you say?
1: No, I said we should reel it back to this week. We should,
0: but um, I I also just like to say that Mac Jones has is bad, and I don't know why he's bad, but he is. So that's all I'll say.
1: Okay. It's, what, what? What do you think? Like, it's just, it's just super odd. Like he was, I, I, I don't know about you, but I remember him being like his progression, and he looked scared. Like everything was better last year. Like I don't know if McDaniel's makes that much of a difference. I think. Judge and per- Patricia leave a lot to be desired in play calls. But yeah, for sure. It, it, that can't be all it. Like some of it's Mag. I don't know if the Zappy thing shook him up. I don't know what's going on.
0: He, yeah, he's not to be blamed for the entire offensive nightmare that is the Patriots this season. But yeah, he he can't. He, his, his progressions are that's that's the that's the thing that scares me the most. Like he's not making the progress. Like I don't know. It just like. He's not going through his progressions the same way as he used to, and his arm was always kind of lackluster. But it looks even flimsier than before. I don't know. Whatever. Let's let's move on here. Moral locks.
1: So, just for some clarification, do I pick one? I pick one of these games that I like the most. Correct?
0: You don't. Not no. Not the ones that we already did. You pick a separate game in the, oh, in, the oh, in the line in okay. the schedule for this week that you like that we didn't talk about yet. That that you think is like that's gonna happen. Like. Got it. So, uh, for this, okay, so I'll go first if you're still thinking about one. Okay. Giants versus the Texans. Giants are only four and a half point favorites against Davis Mills and the Texans. And I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure they're playing in New York. Yeah, they're playing in New York. Like, yeah. I, like, how, that's, that's just, there's no question that they're going to win that game by more than four and a half points. I know like there's some people out there that think the Giants have been really lucky and maybe they have been to a degree and that Seahawks loss is finally going to put them in their place. But even if the Giants are a mediocre team, the Texans are literally repulsively bad. I watched that Thursday night game last week and Davis Mills, besides the first drive of the game looked like, like Brady Quinn or something like he, he isn't good. And I think Damian Harris actually just came out today that Damian Harris is looking like he might not be playing, so maybe the line, maybe the line has actually changed since I last checked. But four and a half points, you got to take that. I, I think that's the biggest moral lock I have given all year. It's so obvious to me, and it would you know. And of course, I'm going to say that, and they're going to lose probably. But that's mine. Uh Seems easy. Seems almost like a trap. It's so easy, but that's mine. What, what are you thinking? What's your moral lock?
1: I'm thinking. Maybe a little bit in non- honor a Trost. <laughs> oh, Those
0: don't do Bears,
1: this. Minus three at Soldier
0: Field. Versus and who? Detroit Lions coming off a big
1: win against Green Bay. They're going to be feeling themselves. I think the Bears feel like they should have even beat the Dolphins. And to say these teams are even, although despite having both b- bad records, I feel like the Bears have been clearly the better team throughout nine games. But I... I think the Bears cover minus three. I, I think, I think they might even win by a touchdown or two. So that that would be my moral lock. Chicago minus three, somewhat in honor of my boy Trust.
0: Hey, I can't really disagree with you on that one. I didn't even. I don't remember even seeing that. That that's. I'd have to go with that as well. Uh, if I had a, that's my. I'll say that's my secondary moral lock. It's a good one.
1: Also, a weird line is Miami at home versus the Browns minus three and a half. I stayed away from it because Browns coming off a bye. but still, like you would think, the Dolphins would win by more than three and a half there.
0: I'd like to see the statistic on this. There's got this. Got this. Has to exist somewhere. What teams' records are coming off a bye versus a favorite who isn't coming off a bye.
1: Yeah, I'm, I mean... And I'm, I'm curious
0: to see what the record uh, shows.
1: I think I admittedly valued the buy a little more than I should because I grew up as a Patriots fan, and it was always just, oh, Belichick coming off a bye to win. Where I don't think... Necessarily is the same thing
0: for yeah. <laughs> every team as it is for the Patriots,
1: but still, you do get like that Thursday. Like I was reading, Mike Reese, great beat for the Patriots, he was saying that Wednesday was their only practice this week, and then they have Thursday through Sunday off. Like that's a long time to rest. Like that, that should make a difference, and I think Vegas is in c- counting for it here with only three and a half. But still, see, it's the Browns, and they did look impressive against the Bengals, but. I don't know. I would still t- I- secondary.
0: I would take the offense. The, the, that's 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 um. It's it's interesting. I I think there. They, I mean, it can't do any harm, right? A bye? or I could. Know, I guess it could do harm. That's a that's a thing. Okay. That's why. That's why I, I, I'm I glad that you like calmed yourself down and were like, maybe I'm biased because I think there are some teams who are shilly run shilly run that a bye week can be detrimental just because there are certain rosters the way they've been constructed and coaching styles that are not built to like sustain these long stretches of inactivity like i think just like some players are cool can, can go haywire and i don't know who knows there's a lot of stuff that i don't really know about but there's definitely room, potential for like a downside from the bye week from having that much time off so um it, I, I, I would be curious to see if like if Vegas was actually factoring that in, if, if, like, for instance, if the Browns were not coming up a buy, if, if it would actually change that much, uh, we, we, I mean, it's obviously theoretical. Um, can but, I have a, can I have a little bit of a silly bet too? Can I add a silly bet? Sure, you can add a silly bet. I think I'm gonna bet Colts plus six against the
1: Raiders. I like that actually. Dude, I think everyone is going to be on the ring. Ra- I actually think that line will move before Sunday. The Jeff Saturday fiasco. I mean, what? That is actually...
0: That is crazy. We didn't even talk about that. That's nuts.
1: Like, <laughs> no coaching experience. And then Jim is like, no, we were lucky that he was available. No one was interviewing. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It- it's just like... I was listening to part of my take this morning, and they made a good point. They were like, if if you truly wanted to hire a colt's legend, because i kind of see what he was doing right like oh he's a colt's legend and i wanted i want like i guess that's the his train of thought but it's like reggie wayne is their wide receivers coach yeah <laughs> like how do you think he's waking up feeling like this guy just gets the anyway
0: no i agree no that's a good point
1: be on the raiders i'm taking jeff saturday's colts at 405
0: Wow, in four or five games, that's a stinker. Um
1: I, know, I couldn't believe that.
0: The Jeff Saturday thing is also crazy. Oh, I, I you, Wayne thing is nuts, and the reason why is because I I would be surprised, and I, I'm I'm talking on my ass. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm pretty sure it's unprecedented that your interim head coach, like you you fire a head coach mid season. I'm almost positive it's. It's never happened before. Where, in, where the interim head coach is not someone who was on the coaching staff, like already, like you brought in a whole new guy mid season. Like that's why the Reggie Wayne thing is even more of a logical choice because typically you see like the head coach will get fired and they'll just promote somebody because they've been there all year. Not just bringing a whole new guy in the middle, like the middle of an NFL season. It's so, it's that's that it, that's like it's so hard to bring a guy in like more than any other sport. They they've been working for months to establish um, offensive defensive schemes, a culture, like practice styles, like uh, schedules, like to to bring a new guy in right now. That's nuts. So I do think it's funny that you do that as a silly bet because it, it would be it'd be a cool narrative um, to see the, the the former center offensive lineman uh, Jeff Saturday, you know, win, win, win his first game. I don't think there have also been many offensive linemen who have been head coaches in the NFL. Um, no, I so, mean it's my birthday. You gotta get a little. Silly, I don't care right? about your birthday. All
1: so, right. you want? I want a room for just Saturday at four o'clock on
0: my birthday. All right. Well, have fun with that. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get going now. I've been here for a while. I'm tired. Um, I'm hungry. Okay. I'm hungry as hell. Uh, I'd also like to. Note that Ryan Shro's birthday is on Monday, the following day after Brian's. So it's oh, big. Right. I forgot he was a date after me. It's he a is big birthday weekend. Uh, this weekend we're gonna have a lot of fun. The uh, both of us will be having fun. I'm guessing it'll be Scott and I to celebrate uh, the various uh, events taking place. Uh, I
1: don't, I'm 22. I'm, I'm mature. I'm probably gonna have a glass of wine, watch some Jeopardy. I I don't see myself. I'm kind of past that, you know. You're
0: full of shit. Um, <laughs> I literally don't like you. I'm sorry that the audience had to listen to you speak for this long. Uh, don't, don't, wow me. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Uh, okay, guys. Uh, if you all like to join me in thanking B. Scott for coming on tonight, it was uh, an honor to have him. We had a lot of fun.
1: I hope to be back.
0: Uh, yes, we'll definitely have to have you back on, preferably in person and with Trost yeah. in studio. I think that the three of us are a dynamic trio. I think, the, and, we, and we, we we would have had a lot of fun with that, but that bar stool um, bracket because I do enjoy doing those. Uh, but I'm glad we could have hi- we heard your thoughts on some important and trending events in sports tonight. And uh, if you have any final parting thoughts, feel free to speak speak uh, your mind. No,
1: I, I just um, it was great it was great hanging out with you as a friend virtually. Um, you know, it was great to to hear your thoughts. I mean, you're you're very intelligent. And Not really. <laughs> I just, I love hearing your voice, so I, I appreciate you having me on.
0: Um, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Um, and we also, all of us here at manzi Trust, uh, want to wish your dad well, of course. Uh, he's always in our thoughts. Um, and we always are praying for him. Just kidding. I don't pray at all, so that's a lie. Um, <laughs> But, and, and I guess we'll also put out the word, uh, everybody, that uh, um, you guys can get the Team 14 sweatshirt uh, on the Team 14 link tree. The link should be there to get the Team 14 sweatshirt, all proceeds to the Jimmy Fund, Dana Farber, whatever. And then the Icon Pass fundraiser that we mentioned earlier, that is also uh, posted on Brian's uh, Team 14 Instagram. Uh, like the post, tag two people, um, post to your story, and Venmo Brian, the... Requisite amount of money for the tickets you want, and there you have it. So, you guys should do that. Um, you
1: should tell Byrne to enter. I was hoping he would enter. He's a skier,
0: yeah. He's a skier, but he's also a cheapo, so he won't do it. Uh, um, no, nah, uh, he's not really a cheapo. I just give him shit because, uh, he like I had to like borrow with him for like the Patriots tickets we had last. We went to like the Patriots tickets for the game a few weeks back. Um, it still hurts my feelings, okay, uh, Brian. Uh, we'll send you off. Do you want? Um, do you actually do you want to send us off? Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, this is Manzi and Tros signing off. Uh, it's been a great time. I'll see you guys next week.